David Spada is a successful attorney whose dream was to become a sports talk show host. Elliot Harris is a Chicago sports columnist who wanted to expand his media presence. In the next hour, they combine their talents and love of sports and women by interviewing former professional athletes and lovely ladies on sports and torts. But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal. We're going a different way today with this show. There's no beautiful girl in studio. We're just going with former athletes and coaches. I got distracted by another of my loves baseball this week, so that's my excuse. I got caught up in uh, watching Game 162 last night, and uh, I apologize. We'll rectify the situation. But I'll tell you what I was doing last night. I was watching a movie that I never saw before, and you guys were all on me, Blazing Saddles. And our next guest was one of the key actors in that movie, played the role of Mongo. He was a four-time All-Pro with the Miami Dolphins. He won the 1957 Outland Trophy. He was also the runner-up for the Heisman that year. He was on the NFL's All-Decade team. He was also an accomplished actor. Besides being in Blazing Saddles, he was also in Porky's and various other projects, including Webster. Alex Karras, how you doing, Alex? Boy, oh boy, you really got me down. That's pretty good. <laughs> Sounds impressive. Ah. You didn't know we were describing you. You thought we were talking about Mel Brooks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good, good to be on, I'll tell you that. It's great to talk to you. I remember watching you in, in your acting career and... Basically, I didn't see your football career before that, but before I was born, but you had an accomplished career with the Lions here. I mean, you were with the Lions when you actually were doing well up until this year. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I, it was one of those things, though, that it was uh, what I didn't like about it was that it was price fixing. Uh, the, the owners of the teams would collect each other and uh, and say, okay, with the, with the def- defensive tackles, give them 9,000. Uh, offensive tackle, give them 16,000. I mean, it, it was one of those kind of big deals where you had no sense on, or no idea that you could make any money going to play football, you know? Yeah, no, they, they pretty much had you, and if you want to play, you'll play for this. Yeah, that's right. You were before th- you were in the NFL before the uh, American uh, Football League came along. That's right. So, you know, it's, hey, it's us or you can go to Canada. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> what did your dad say? Because your dad was a physician. Did he say, you know what, why don't you follow my footsteps and become a doctor? Well, you know, uh, my, my dad was, was a doctor, and, and he, he was really uh, what they call one of the real good doctors. And uh, he, loved, he loved to play, to watch the game of football. Uh, he never really had a lot of time to go to see it, you know, uh, right off the bat. But he, but he, he liked it and he enjoyed this, to see the, well, my, all my two other brothers who were professional football players too, you know. So he was, he was, a, he was a football fan. Is what he was. Yeah. Now, for those of us who are old enough to remember when you were playing, it seemed like uh, Thanksgiving brought out the best in you because you'd all, the Lions would always be on Thanksgiving Day. Yep. Yep. And you always seem to have a big game. Was that coincidence? Well, it was, it was, uh, hopefully it wasn't co- coincidence. It was, you know, the time and place and 
in being in that kind of situation, I, I think I think you get sky high, and and you give it extra extra time and effort. You grew up in Indiana. Why did you not go to Notre Dame? I thought all oh, Notre Dame got all the great players from Indiana back then. I know. I mean, Notre Dame was the the the, the team to go to. Um, it was one of those things where um, I didn't really know where to go uh, and and who to see. And uh, I was taken by a young a young uh, man who uh, was the one who. Uh, uh, said to me, you know what? Uh, I can put you in uh, a wonderful situation. I'll put you over there at the at the at the uh, wonderful team that you have that can you can have and this and that. And well, to make a long story short, that's what I did. I finally said, yeah, let's go. I'll I'll go there. So that was where it was. So you end up at Iowa, and I end up at Iowa, which I didn't think I was going to enjoy it. But boy, I'm telling you, I enjoyed Iowa every bit of it. They they were wonderful, wonderful people. And then you said your biggest win in college was against beating Notre Dame there back in the uh, what '56 season, because again, Notre Dame was everything in Indiana. Yeah, that's true, and we were really up for the game, and uh, we uh, we did what we wanted to do. We played hard, and we won. And when you got drafted by the Lions, did you say to yourself, "Wow, they just won an NFL championship. I'm, I'm going to be part of a, a fantastic team. We're going to win another two, three, four, five championships." Things. Oh like yeah, that. you know when you have Bobby Lane at quarterback, you know you got some kind of great team. He was he was my he was to me he was the best quarterback I've ever seen play football. And I was really ready up for it when they said, "Yeah, we can go over there and." Played for Detroit. I went, oh my God. And you had Joe Schmidt as your linebacker basically backing you up, which is pretty good. And you had what, Yale Lari as the safety and punter? Oh yeah. We, we had a, we had some, some ball club. Uh, and, uh, it was, uh, it was a together ball club too. You know, we all liked each other, which was really good. So, uh, you know, we, we played as we played and, you know, we won. Now, when we talk to a lot of former football players, we ask them who the best running back they came up against. So we'll ask you the same question. I think Jim Brown. That's the answer we usually get. You know, he he was almost I, I, the size think, of I you. Think he, I think he's 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 the, he's the best running back that ever played in the National Football League. Uh, he was a big man. He wasn't small. He was a big man. He was over six foot. And he could still run like he was, you know, 120 pounds. He could really move. So, I, I remember him running over defensive backs. It seemed an unfair battle. <laughs> and, cause, and he was running at about uh, 230, which was, in those days, almost the size of a defensive lineman. You're right. You're right. And then yeah. we've had a lot of the players on. They talked about Bobby Lane. Art Donovan told the story that, when he basically was laid on top of Bobby Lane, he smelled alcohol, and he goes, Bobby, were you drinking last night? And he goes, no, I was drinking at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Is that true, or is that just Art Donovan being Art Donovan? I think it's Donovan, but it, but it could happen. <laughs> he was able to do so. <laughs> so yep. you move from the world of football to the world of acting, yep. and for that transition, you had your role in Paper Lion, which... You had to play Alex Karras. How difficult was that? That wasn't difficult.
recall it all for me. It was it was a wonderful uh, moment in my life. It started me off doing some acting, which I always wanted to do as a kid. So I, I was happy, tickled to death. Yeah, actually, you started acting before that, though, when you were a professional wrestler, though, for that one year. Yeah, that's right. Uh, isn't that acting, there's, too? There's no acting in pro wrestling, is there? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a story about professional wrestling. I, I had also a, a tavern, you know, downtown L.A., uh, Detroit. And um, I had a, a friend of mine, and he was uh, he was um, he was standing by the bar, and, and uh, this guy came in, and uh, he was a huge guy, huge, and sat down and started to get real grumpy. Um, and I finally I kneeled over a little bit to him, and I said, "Listen, you can't do that. You can't do that in this tavern. We don't like that. You know, you got to cool it down." He said, no, no. He said, don't get me wrong. He said, uh, I'm the wrestler that you're going to wrestle on Monday. I said, what? He said, yeah, I'm Dick the Bruiser. <laughs> I went, wow. So, to make a long story short, he said, do you mind if I come and give you a little confusion in here and maybe uh, sing or dance for a couple minutes? Get some, get, get these people all reared up? I said, go ahead. And he did it. He did, he did all kinds of dances. People were looking at him like, who the hell is he? And then you hear, that's Dick the Bruiser, you know. <laughs> so uh, that was it for that one. That was, and the, the, the attendance, the attendance was huge. Absolutely huge. Did they give you a skit to go off of when you were wrestling? Always that. Did you ever Always. go off script? Well, it, it, the whole story is that uh, we want someone to win. And uh, hopefully we want the, the team, the, the crowd, the crowd that wants them to win, hopefully will win at the end of the game, <laughs> at the end of the, sh the, the show, you know. Because let's face it, it, it's a show, too, you know. We, we can't kid about that. And you were arrested because you had the suspension from the NFL for that year, is that correct? That's right. That's right. I have no idea what that was all about. <laughs> well, it's interesting how gambling is such an intricate part of the NFL's success, even though they'll say, we want nothing to do with it. You took away the gambling aspect. Yeah. And, you know, there, there go the fantasy leagues. There goes a great deal of the interest. So it, it, there's a certain, oh, what do we call it, hypocrisy involved in all that? I think so. And I see you're under consideration for uh, Sonny Corleone and Michael Corleone's uh, brother-in-law for the Godfather movie. Um, I don't know whether that's true or not, but boy, that would be wonderful. <laughs> Sounds good. I would like to do that. Okay. I don't know. They killed him off in the first... <laughs> it was on Wikipedia here, so I thought Wikipedia has everything right on the computer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. Okay. So you're married to the lovely Susan Clark. Yes, I am. And... How lucky are you for that? Oh, I'm the most fortunate human being in the world. Other than the, her beauty, she's smart. She so keeps you in she, line, right? She helps me out all the time. How did you to say? How did you manage to woo Susan Clark? To do what? To basically get Susan Clark to fall in love with you. You know, it's it's a, it's not a long story. It, it, it's 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 something that uh, I saw her as some kind of a, a big event. And I, I made, made my point, which was I was going to 
bumper as everyone was leaving and just kind of say, excuse me, my, my name is Alex Karras. Well, I did actually did something like that uh, when we hit the door and we both got out and I said, excuse me, da, da, da. And that was the start of our, of our lovely, loving uh, way of living. Okay. And we just took off after that, both of us. Okay. And not only is she your co-star in real life, she co-starred with you in movie and TV projects. How difficult is that working with your spouse? It's the best thing that ever happened to me. She's, she's a marvelous actor, actress, and uh, she, she does nothing but help me. And uh, I'm, I love her, you know? Was, very fortunate. Was Blazing Saddles the basically acting uh, job that you're most known for playing the role of Mongo? I think it is. I think, I think for comedy, I think that's what it is. Uh, and I, I still hear people tell me that, you know. Boy, did we love that, Blazing Saddles. Wow, that was funny. And and when I saw it, when I when I saw the script, I had someone had given me the script and said, "Bear boy, this is a good one. This would be great to, for you to do." Make a long story short, I dressed up in a beat up shirt and uh, ugly pants, and my my hair was all messed up. And um, I went over to see what's the guy? You know the guy's name uh, that that. Does, does all that stuff. Mel Brooks? Mel Brooks. I went over to see Mel Brooks, and I didn't I didn't know him at all, but I wanted to see him. Uh, and I was right, right at his door, and I heard him talking. Uh, he was talking to someone on the telephone. So I started banging on the door. And uh, he said, wait, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. And... Uh, He's on the phone, and I just started really rapping on the phone. Now, boom, boom. He said, okay, okay, God darn it. Come on, come on, come on, come on in, come on in. And I walked in like I looked like the character that I was going to play, you know. And he looked at me, and he said, oh, my God. You look just like a, just like a, I said, that's why I want to be here. Oh, you got it, kid. You got it. That was it. <laughs> Did he have a secretary that looked like his secretary in the movie? No. No, I didn't have the secretary in the music, no movies. Okay. So do people to this day ask you to punch out horses? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, you know, that was... Uh, I thought it was hilarious, but but I didn't want to hurt that horse at all, believe me. I'm not the type of person to do that. <laughs> so what was it like to work with Mel Brooks? Well, Mel Brooks is probably the funniest, sharpest comic that I ever ever knew or stayed and talked to and did all these things. He was so bright that it was a pleasure to be with him. You know, that, that's how I feel about Mel Brooks. And I, I don't know what he's doing anymore. He did... Uh... Show on Broadway, The Producers, which is doing fairly well right now. Another oh, comedy. Good. good. The Producers, yeah. And I, I see that. And then after that, you went to Webster, where you got to work with your wife on TV. How was that? That was good. That was good, yeah. That was fun. So do you still follow the Lions? Oh, yeah, I do. I, I watch everything about the Lions. So what do you think about this season? 3-0? I think, I think, they, I think that they're going to be... 
good before the season ends. Okay. Uh, you know. And I see you're running an ice cream parlor in California called The Cow. <laughs> Who told you that? No, my researcher. Is that correct or is that another fallacy? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> So you're not so you're not dishing out ice cream like Baskin Robbins. No, I don't think so. That's a good one. Yeah, we can't believe everything we read. <laughs> I guess not. So, Alex, what was your favorite moment, basically, in the NFL? Uh, the favorite, my favorite moment was when Tom Dempsey, who was a very heavy set, round kind of a football player that really didn't play much football other than kick field goals. Uh, we were playing against them. Make a long story short, we're, we he's going to try for an extra point, and he says we say to each other, "That's sixty some yards. We don't even have to rush that. That we can get that without any problem at all." You know, I mean, basically that was our attitude. Now the ball is snapped. He takes his time, and when he hit the ball, it sounded like a rocket went off. And we all turned around, all the way around, to watch it. And it was going through the air as if it's never going to stop. And it went right through the hoop. A lot of people... And the crowd, the crowd couldn't say a word. It was total quiet. Every, everybody was stunned. Yeah. Do you think that basically he shouldn't be in the record books because he had an unfair advantage because of his foot? Yes. There we go. Yeah. Thank you very much for your time, Mr. Karras. It was You're a pleasure welcome. talking to you. Nice to talk to you, too. You Take too. care. That Bye. was four-time All-Pro actor Alex Karras. <laughs> Quite a character back in the day. I mean, look, a lot of people want to go into acting after sports, but he basically did it, and he, he had a very it, successful career. He did it in a career. big way, yeah. I mean, Butkus tried to do it, but again, Butkus didn't have success with Alex Karras. I mean, and Butkus really had the bigger name, and you think, okay, if a big name translates to TV or movies, that would do it. But sometimes it takes talent, too. And then you had other guys try it, too. I mean, I'm trying to think who the most successful was besides Alex Karras. Jim Brown went to, to <laughs> acting after football. He was uh, a better football player than actor. Well, that's true. And then uh, the gentleman who just passed away a, c- a couple months ago who was in Police Again, we had on Bubba, Bubba Smith. Smith. But Bubba just had a couple roles. And yeah. he had Deacon Jones tried it. Uh, I think... And Marinara, but he didn't have much Fred the Hammer Williamson. Fred Dreyer was very successful with... Uh, Hunter. Yeah, on TV. But again, I mean, but Alex Karras got the role. Frank Gifford? <laughs> Not really acting. Merlin Mer- Olsen was very successful. I forgot about Merlin. Yeah, Mer- Merlin's probably had the most successful career in terms of longevity and uh, exposure like that. I remember him at Little House in the Prairie, then he had his own series for right. a while. Gris- Grizzly Adams? Oh, Grizzly that, Adams. I that's forgot him, about right. He's been all over the place, but again... We're all over the place. I should learn my glass of Wikipedia. Right. Whatever Wikipedia says is not correct. Well, some of it is, some of it isn't. But I don't quote it. Remember our old co-host used to quote Wikipedia? Dave used to laugh. But we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk to a former coach at Georgia, won a national championship there, who's also... I know who that is. You know who that is? Who won a national championship there. He's also a writer, gardener. He's a man for all seasons, Vince Dooley. Stay tuned. Oh, 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 o